back at WNST, Towson Baltimore and Baltimore Positive. We are positively post-Super Bowl. We have new champions of the world. We're going to be doing the Maryland Crab Cake Tour on the 3rd of March over at Drug City in Dundalk. And we're going to be on the 8th at Fadley's. Uh, we are presenting a full month here, the rest of February. Lots and lots and lots of the greatest hits and Hall of Famers and Radio Row. I mean, having Radio Row taken away from me, uh, now, last week, um, I had to really go into the archives over 28 years, and there's still stuff I can't find, but I found over 325 what I would consider A-list pieces over 28 years. Some years, I had 20 or 30 A-list pieces. Some years, only 6, 8, 10, but there was never a year I didn't have 10 really classic, incredible conversations with Ravens people, league people, Hall of Famers, and all of that will be on the air and it's all brought to you by all of our sponsors. And obviously, 25 years into WNST on August the 3rd will be 25 years. Now, almost 32 years into my career. It's people like Leonard Raskin and Raskin Global that make it happen and sponsor what we do. And the next couple of weeks, uh, I'm going to chase Springsteen around a little bit. I'm going to be doing some live conversation as we're doing now as the uh, Kansas City Chiefs are the new champions in the world, Leonard. But more than that, a sort of spiking the ball on uh, all the work we've done and taking a little downtime. But um, what a season, right? And what a game. And uh, the Super Bowl really was super this year. It was a Super Bowl. It was a Super Bowl. I, I believe if, if memory serves and boy, the short term memory is just, you know, not as good as it always was. Uh I think I said KC by three last week. I think that's what I said. I might have, I said, have to check. I said Kansas City in the over. I did that during, before kickoff. So I, yeah, I, I, think, I would have cashed both of my bets on the – Yeah, I think know, I said KC – I said KC plus three, I think. I don't think I said they won by three. I think I said they'd they, you know, get them with three. But, hey, it, that was an incredible game, really an incredible football game. I was sitting with the wife. We're watching the game. No big party this year. No, no going away, going out anywhere. And I said to her – Last team with the balls winning this game. There's no question. They were up and down the field, up and down the field. It was it was a good game. It was clean. Uh, a lot of good hits. A lot of good plays, both offense and defense. And ultimately came down to, uh, I guess, if you're an Eagles fan, one horrible holding call. If you're a Chiefs fan, came down to one fabulous holding call. And and I guess if you're the the post game, I, I saw the defender said, "Yeah, I held him. I was just hoping they wouldn't call it." <laughs> well, but, there's an honest man. There goes that's an honest right, man because, in the city of Brotherly Love. Because everybody right? in Philly was ready to find the referee's home and burn that down along with the city. But I guess he gave he, he let him off the hook by saying, "Yeah, I, I held him. I just hoped they wouldn't call it." And then, uh, how about Chad Henney? Huh? How about Chad Henney? announced his retirement post game because he's critical to their success. Although he did come in when Mahomes was down a little bit and play a little football and he's got two Super Bowl rings to show for it. Uh they're going to have to find a backup you Remember now. the day that the Ravens drafted Joe Flacco. Yeah. Chad Henney was the spoken, you know, pick, the red herring pick. so to speak, right? Like he, he was going to be the pick. He was the guy they were targeting, but they weren't. And, and right. um, Peter King even reported that. I, I, I put that in Purple Rain, too, as well. Leonard, you know, I, I had a, a, a sort of surreal experience, right? Like, I have never – should I say never? I have to think of – no, I've, time. I've in, never – In memory. In no, no, memory. No, I've never watched the Super Bowl in a sports bar. Ever oh, okay. Time, okay. Okay. 
So I, I, right. I have to go back to like even the nineties. Leonard, before I had this, is a, you want an American dream story with me that I, this is a story I've, I haven't told on the radio maybe in a long time, but in my life. But I'm a kid from Dundalk that grew up in a little row house, right? Yep. I yep. never had a big TV. I dreamed of having a VCR. My parents had one first so that I could have the man with the golden gun on TV anytime I wanted to watch it or Jaws or, you know, movies that we watched in the 80s and then HBO came and like, oh, then Drug City had the movies you could rent, and like all that, right? But the big screen TV. When you when I was 18, 19 years old and we didn't have a football team, I dreamed of going to one Super Bowl in my life, dreamed of going to one. Yep. And I thought if I went to one, I would consider it a successful life. I went to my first one in 1992 in Minnesota. I was at the Buffalo Redskins game. So but at that time in my life, I was at the the paper. I was a single father. I lived on Kane Street. Right across from where there's McDonald's, Eastern and Kane, right where the diner is, right where Patterson High School, 428 Kane Street. My bedroom was in the backside. My bedroom was as big as this computer, like this big, right? (laughs) Tiny, right? But I had enough money. I cobbled the first $1,200 or whatever together, and I could do a vacation or this or that. I had more money than I needed because I had a $400 a month uh, mortgage payment, right? And I lived in Highland Town at that time, right? So Dundalk, Highland Town, call it wherever you want, the ABCs. Yeah, yeah. And I cobbled together to get a big screen TV. Now I could have taken that twelve hundred bucks and given it to you, and it'd be a million three now, right? But I, <laughs> I bought. I, I don't. I didn't go to Luskins, but I went somewhere and I bought a big screen TV, and it had the tubes in it, the red, in the, the front, green, in right the in the front, front. It projected up on the big screen. Weighed like watched, eight thousand pounds. <laughs> I watched the Super Bowl in ninety three and ninety four and ninety five on that television. <laughs> so I was old enough to go to a bar at that time, right? Right, right. And then before that, in the 80s, we didn't have the Colts. The Redskins, Denver, they were always house parties, right? right so I went right. to Dave Muir's house. So I went to a sports bar. I was at the Hollywood Casino up at the Barstool Sportsbook, one of our newest sponsors to, to, to join us uh, along with Raskin Global and many others and Costas in. Um, so we went up to watch the game, and it was a lot of Eagles fans, right? Like, and really. Sure, sure. And it's not a regular game. It's the Super Bowl. You know what right, I mean? Right, So, like, I'm in now. I find myself in a sports bar. There were no Chiefs fans. Like, nobody wearing any there were 80 Eagles fans there were 200 people there just to watch the game but it was unbelievable watching these Eagles fans live and die in a sports bar you know with the game because I hadn't been in that environment before and it was um I feel bad for them I mean on the call I mean you you know that that'll live forever right did you like the call or no no I thought it was a good call Uh, and I had no dog in the hunt I have friends for both teams. I was texting with friends on both teams. Both were at the game, uh, and they they don't know each other. They were literally sitting a section apart. Uh, They were shooting me back texts of pictures of where they were sitting. Uh, My Eagles friend texted me the video, so he was recording some of the game. I know it's illegal. I I erased it as soon as I got it. (laughs) He texted me. He texted me Jalen Hurts' touchdown run. He was sitting right there on the goal line. And the other guy texted me Jalen Hurts' touchdown run from right behind the corner of the end zone. So he's a Chiefs fan. So they were back and forth. They don't know each other. I was back and forth with both of them. Couldn't believe what I was watching. And uh, I I like that call in the first quarter, and I like that call in the fourth quarter. I think you got to make the call. If you're the referee or the linesman or whoever you are, 
Your job is to watch the game and make the call. Your job is not to say, oh, no, two minutes in the Super Bowl, I got to give Philly a chance. Your job is to make the call. They made the call. I thought earlier in the game, the uh, second fumble touchdown return for the same guy who would have been the MVP of the game for sure. I, I don't know in this league what's a catch anymore. I can't tell. The the catch on the guy's head, he goes out of bounds and he's dropping the ball. They call it a well, catch. Well, then there's the whole thing where you run up to the line of scrimmage and try to do screw him out of it real right, quick. Right, before and, looking at it. Yeah, so you knew you it know, wasn't a you I'm not a fan of that in playoff games especially. You know, no, you knew it was a catch. I, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, you'll know better than me. I think it was Harbaugh a couple years ago proposed a rule that they have an eye in the sky watching every play and able to push the button and make a replay call like they do in college. That should be the case. They absolutely need somebody else than whoever, however many they have on the field. The game's too big, too fast. These guys and there's and gals, money being bet on these Yeah, these games. guys and gals can't keep up. And and I don't think they review that holding call, but these catches and things like that, uh, I don't even, like I said, I don't even know what a catch is. The guy caught the ball. He takes a step. He makes a move. He didn't take two steps. He, the ball was dislodged. That's a catch and a fumble and a touchdown for the Chiefs. But it wasn't. So my opinion is the the football gods always even up the score and you get screwed on one play. You get the benefit on another that it was a hold. There's no doubt. Uh, Juju. It was Juju, right? Our Steeler friend who you got to hate, but they came through. They played a great game. Uh, the Kelsey boys both had a good game. Nothing spectacular either one, but they both had a good game. Well, you can't hate on Andy Reid, right? If you no, ask some Orlando no, Brown Andy Reid's fantastic. Andy Reid's fantastic. Look, the guy, the guy is revolutionary. He, his play calling is stunning. His red zone. If we had half the red zone play calls that he made, we'd have been in the Super Bowl. <laughs> we can't call the red zone for nothing. The man scores every time he's down there. The second half, they scored every possession. They just marched the ball down the field, score, score, score. Three of them touchdowns. I mean, geez, it's 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 fun to watch offensive football. It's good to watch defensive football, but 38-35, that's a score right there. That's a big that's a what was the over under? I don't even know. What was it? It was it was in the forties, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, they put up what 70, 70 plus points. That's that's a big offensive turnout. It was a great game. I thought the commercial sucked. You don't, you don't get to watch the game every year, so you don't see all the commercials that everybody raves about. I thought there were maybe three three at the most, four that were really good. The rest I thought were pretty terrible. Uh, the Pepsi, Pepsi, uh, so we'll talk about one of them. I'll talk about one. I guess shouldn't berate them on the air. You know the Pepsi commercial with Ben Stiller? Did you see that one? Did you catch I, that one? I, I did not. So, so he's an actor. I don't really watch the commercial. It's well, funny. I go pee. Okay, well, he's an actor. He's an actor. He's putting on an act. He's acting. He's putting on an act. And then he drinks the Pepsi and he goes, That was really good. Or am I acting? You know, that was the gist of the commercial. So they, uh, I, I have, I'm on social media. I clicked the, the, there was a Pepsi tweet said, Did you think Ben Stiller was, likes the soda or was acting? So I said he was acting. A couple minutes later, I get a tweet from Pepsi. We're sorry to hear that. <laughs> they said, we, we're sorry to hear that. We're willing to offer you a free soda to find out. So then they give me a number to text. So I texted the number. So then the screw comes. 
You got to buy a six pack. You got to send them the receipt online. Then they send you a credit for your six pack. You know, they're not sending me a free soda. I got to buy soda. And then I got to give them the receipt so they can give me back my money. I just deleted it. I ain't got time for all that nonsense. I hate a scam. Leonard Raskin is here. <laughs> He's here to keep you away from all scams. And sort That's of like right. the Ovaltine thing in, uh, in the uh, Christmas story. Uh, he is a Raskin Global. He <laughs> takes your money and helps you do more with it. And I guess the reason I told the TV story to some degree, because I was on the radio back then. I mean, I, yeah. I watched on that big screen TV in my bedroom famously with Mike Rosigliano, great artist whose work you'll be seeing in the Peter principle soon, uh, as well as I re-release that. Um, Rasig came over to watch that Euler Bills comeback game back in the 90s yeah, in my sure. house. I had a giant 52-inch TV in a bedroom that may have been 74 inches wide. Right. Like I'm serious, right? So right. it took the it, in my bed it was like a theater, right? Right. So for me, I why would I go to a sports bar in the 90s, right? So then I started going to games. I went to the Super Bowl in in Sun Devil Stadium. The uh, the Barry Switzer Super Bowl, the Neil O'Donnell Super Bowl, and I've been to everyone since, Everyone. right? Like literally, yep. other than yep. Tampa two years ago, which I did watch on TV uh, on a big screen TV. I live downtown, right? Right. But big screen TV doesn't like connotate the same thing that it used to connotate. But right. when I, you think about the American dream for me at 21 in 1989, being a kid from Dundalk, no radio show, I'm working at the paper, putting my nickels together, yep. making good lower middle-class money for a kid, right? Yep, and that's yep. what I was. My dream was to have a big screen TV, right? Now, now you Beautiful. can go buy them for $299, put them anywhere in the world, hit a button, watch any movie you want, anytime, anything, anywhere. It's amazing how, and 28 years into going to Super Bowls, my dream is to get my press pass back and be legitimized again. But that's right. it for another day. Right. But, but it is amazing, like, when I think about what I used to save money for and what, well, you know, I, to to me, watching the Super Bowl on a big screen TV was it in my home was it in 1993 was a dream. It was really it. a dream. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I I didn't think I'd go to a Super Bowl, and and I've been to the both of them that the Ravens were at. You know, when the Ravens played, I was there. I've been to the playoff games. The only playoff game I missed was Oakland. I figured I might get hurt. In Oakland, if I went to the game in Ravens Garden. Where Sig went to that game, but he sat with the Mulatalo brothers. Yeah, true there you story. go. Yeah, there you story. go. I mean, it's the only place I figured they they might hurt me because I'm that kind of fan. And I'm that kind of visiting fan that doesn't hold back. And and I've been threatened at places, and I've been you know harassed at a lot of places, but I thought I'd actually get hurt in Oakland. So I didn't I've had go. dog bones thrown at me in the upper deck in Cleveland at the new stadium. I've and had at the full lower beers thrown at my head. Yeah, I've had all that going. Like, come on, uh, you know yeah. it's it's nuts, but. But uh, I've never had anybody swing on me, and I thought in Oakland I might have somebody swing on me or knife me or something, so I chose not to go. But I've been to the two Super Bowls, and like you, man, growing up poor in Randallstown, a three-bedroom apartment with mom and two sisters, it was uh, – we didn't have a big-screen TV. We had a little – I think a 19-inch on a swivel table that you used to turn to swivel. The swivel table had wheels. We used to turn it around between uh, the living room and the dining room so we could watch the news during dinner. 
I felt like a big shot because I had a TV in my room. My bedroom was black and white monkey wards. And I literally, every memory I have of Howard Cosell and every memory I have of him reading the Oilers highlights in 77, 78, 79 was on a little black and white monkey wards TV at 10, 10, 15 at night. You know, I I, I should be in bed, you know, like all of that, right? Like I worked at Murphy Mart. I worked at Murphy Mart on Liberty Road back in the day. And I I was in the uh, electronics section. And I used to sell 13-inch Samsungs, and people were like, who's Samsung? I don't know, some Korean TV maker or something, but it looks like it's got a pretty good picture. And we had it hooked up with the rabbit ears, and my job every day when I went in was to turn every TV on and make sure there was something (laughs) on the channel every day that people could watch so they could come in and see the Samsung next to the RCA, next to the whatever, and when and I hey, the 13-inch Samsung was somebody's American dream. Hey, it man, I bought, money, right? you were just saying I bought one for my bedroom after I worked a little while. I had me a 13-inch Samsung in the bedroom, and I was king of the world. Not only that, but I had a really cool, clear, clear telephone in my room, and we, we had a little jack in my in my room. I got hooked up so I could be on the phone with my so girlfriend. I without, was without at the drive the family. game. Listen. 1986, <laughs> I was at the drive game in Cleveland, and I was the only one with a television. It was black and white. It was a little Sony that, oh, yeah. that, that, that <laughs> had the television. Yep. And and I literally had the replays in yep. the section because wow. I was watching the game. Because having it on radio didn't tell me anything. Right, right. No, but I literally had they that television with me. They were Those things were like $299.99, and they were locked up in the glass case. I think this was $189.99. Yeah, you might have got it on sale. Yeah. You probably well, got cheapest it on sale. Guy From the town, cheapest Jack. guy in town. Yeah, Jack yeah. had that. You know that. Jack. Was, Jack had the stuff. That's he had the goods. I live right there, right there on Liberty Road. Jack, we were at Jack's I mean, all the Jack time. Jack was at the end of my street, man. Every, every Polaroid camera that yep. you know, my parents, every, the VCR that we bought, all of How that. How about the game, flash bar? You remember the flat? Remember the flash bar? Oh, used to sit on top of the camera, yeah. not the cubes. Not the cubes. The bar had like you look a at that and you see the Ravens logo before the Ravens were here because all purple. Right. It was just ten, a big and, then, and then after you shot five, you had to take it out and flip it over to shoot the other five on your Instamatic 126 film. I sold the film. I sold the the cubes. Hey, don't um, touch and, that! Don't touch that picture. It's developing. Don't touch it. Leave and, it there. And don't touch that flash cube because it was burning hot. hot right after it flashed. You burned the sh- yeah. out of your hands. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I guess the American about. dream is like whatever we Start can put a hundred dollars together. That's it was my exactly American right. dream to get that cheap trick belt buckle, and I finally got there one. You, you go. know, right? It's, it's whatever it is that that money does for you that's more important than money itself. You know, I, I tell people all the time. I meet lots of people that have. A little bit of money, and I meet a lot of people that have a lot of money. And what I know is the people that are the happiest, doesn't matter how much they have. It's what they do. It's what they do. We're heading out. You talked about heading out of town a little bit. We're heading out the weekend for uh, the the face-off on the lake. Should be an interesting time. There's an outdoor hockey game, Ohio State-Michigan, Saturday afternoon. Uh, at the Cleveland What's the Stadium. date on that? When is that game? 18th. 18th, 18th of February. Saturday. That's this week. All right. That's this week, yeah. So so we're going out to the Browns Stadium, which I've never been in, but not to watch the Browns, to watch the Buckeyes and that team up north play ice hockey because the boy is going to be doing script Ohio on ice in the band. 
which is going to be very cool to watch. It is going to be probably pretty cold, but it's going to be very cool. All right. So, so, so I, I got a place for you. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to send you and it, it's, it's the, one of the best breakfast places I've ever been. And you'll have no problem remembering this because I'm sponsored by the Maryland lottery. It's her 50th anniversary. Yep. It's called Lucky's cafe in Tremont. You Beautiful. need to get there early 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 there'll be a line around the building like there was up at the philly pretzel factory on sunday like how the- early like yeah you know it opens at nine you get to get there at 8 30 you know you need to you need to get there and get how settled. long is breakfast as long as you make it it's delicious. no 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 i mean they serve till what oh, till two till two oh, good two. i could get there at like i could get there at 9 30 10 o'clock but then you're gonna wait till 11 30 or 12 o'clock to get oh to oh i ah. see i see okay See, Got it. I'm trying to – your time is valuable, Leonard Raskin. Yes, because after that, we're going to see the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We had to choose Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Cleveland, NFL Hall of Fame Canton. I have the day Sunday. We're going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I would completely agree with that move because of proximity. Yeah. And I would tell you, you should go to the Football Hall of Fame at a point where you have more time for it. Yeah. And – even more so, like you'll go back out for a game. You'll you'll find yeah, another reason absolutely. on life's highway to get absolutely. to Canton, right? I yeah. would also tell you you should do the Christmas story uh, uh, area. Um, it's right by Tremont. As you drive over there, Uber over there, wherever you're yep. doing, check that out. I love Cleveland, man. You're gonna have a great weekend. Uh, yeah. What's the forecast? Is it gonna be in the 40s or is it gonna be 40? In- 40. It's like low 40s and sunny, no chance of rain. That's not so bad. You know, the problem is going to be the glare off the ice now, right? Yeah, right. I don't think it's going to be that bad. I can, Right. They have that problem when they're playing. They do have a problem when they're playing. The, the, the ice has to be cold enough, and the players have to be able to see. It's all kinds of something going on. Who knows what? All I know is the boy's going to be out there doing Script Ohio on ice. He's going to be in the big O, and we'll get to – Record They'll do one. the winter classic in, in Vegas and in, in Miami before it's all over with. They did it absolutely. Let Raskin manages money. He takes care of your American dream. I got, I love this segment because I got to tell the story of me collecting all of my widgets to watch the Super Bowl on a big screen TV. That's thinking it. That, that was I had it made watching Leon. Absolutely. Led. The Leon Led had, play was on oh, my big screen was so TV in my bedroom for sure. And you had more money than any other kid in the world. I felt like the richest man in the world. That and you day. were, and you were, That's I got the beauty wings of it. from Bateman's, you know what I mean? Oh, Over how good is that? You know I mean? How good is that? I think I even got a cheesesteak from Captain Harvey's that day. And God, I'd sell my uh. soul for one of those right now. <laughs> Let Raskin manage his money in the American dream that collect that and bring me one of those. If you can also, you could bring me something from Hauser's If you want, you get all these places right. that are long strawberry gone. Strawberry cake, strawberry pie. You'd sell your soul for that, wouldn't you, Leonard Raskin? You All right, man. The uh, the American Dream is alive. Go to RaskinGlobal.com. Leonard is at the front of Baltimore Positive and at the forefront of uh, managing our money and making sure that we're doing sensible things around here, and he can be sensible with you as well. If you want to be uh, unsensible, come on over with me and get one of those spiked milkshakes over at Drug City at the Fountain on the 3rd of March. We'll be in Dundalk with our friends. George going to be with us. Uh, Chuck, everybody's going to be with us. Uh, Mr. Statum is coming over that day. I know he's got some Pikesville connections as well as some Dundalk connections in teaching 60, 62 years. I think he taught in Baltimore. It's like crazy. Uh, on March 3rd, we're going to bring him together and then we're going to be at Fadley's on the 8th. It's all brought to you by the Maryland Lottery and their 50th anniversary and our friends at Window Nation, 866-90-NATION.
I am Nestor. We are WNST, AM 1570. We never stop talking Radio Row history. It's Radio Row Month. Enjoy these classic conversations here at WNST.